Actually, it's funny because um, the first time I went back to Dublin, I was, it was really weird. I had nothing in the house, you know, and because I hadn't been there like three months, but I had grapes in the fridge <laughs> and they turned into currants, you know, and I'd feta cheese and it turned into butter and I had an onion that kind of just disintegrated. <laughs> but it was like, like I just shared everything. Um, but it's funny, I went up and got fish and chips then up the road and is you, you have to queue outside um, and they only take one by one and you get you get a number and then they have a microphone to call your number <laughs> so you can hear them <laughs> I just thought I feel like I was in 28 days later do you know the way so, <laughs> I feel like it's an apocalypse film I was like well, what's this but the thing is everywhere now you'll have to queue so you come prepared you have like I have an audiobook now at the moment I'm listening to so it's just I didn't mind standing in the queue then you know and so uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> or listen to music or something, you know, because everywhere, even in where my, in my town, they have like queues at, outside the barbers, you know, and people are just like queuing, but they take it takes a little while sometimes. Welcome to the No Budget Indie Film Cast, where we dip into the independent film universe to highlight those little films that you might not have heard about elsewhere. Will you agree with our panel of? I was going to change it up and in my head there, but then as I was saying it, I messed it up because I was thinking about it while also reading it. So it's supposed to be, will you agree with our panel of experts or will they agree with each other? No, I had something else earlier. What was it? I wouldn't say I mean, I don't remember what it was. Oh, well, anyways, we're going to argue about the film and in the end, we'll give ratings to it. And you as the audience member can decide whether or not you agree with us or not. That's pretty much the show. Today, I am joined by Kahal Fini. Hello. And Claire Milan. Hello. It's because I did it correctly last week that I couldn't do it correctly this week. It was two really? weeks in a row of doing the, doing the intro properly. All right, uh, Kahal, you found this week's gem. What are we watching? Okay, so this week's film is called Greener Grass. And I'm just going to have to read this as I'm saying it. So it's written uh, by Jocelyn De Boer and Don Lube, who also star in it. And the director is Paul J. Briganti. So this is a surreal, dark comedy uh, set somewhere in sort of uh, middle America. So you have these two soccer moms that, that meet at the, the, the soccer game of their young their young boys. And they have a kind of a typical gossipy, you know, sort of superficial, vacuous conversation that is punctuated by really bizarre moments. And uh, I, I just thought it was hilarious. Uh, uh, and, and I'm not necessarily one who, who likes to, to re-watch films, even if I like it. Uh, but this is a film I, I, I could rewatch again and again because it's just, it's just it's so rich, so many rich comic moments, um, and it's really it's really kind of a send up of of social behavior, social interaction, and uh, yeah, the, the, these these two these two parents that they're they're almost more they're more concerned about how they're perceived and fitting in and uh, like fitting in with their with the society. Than actually being true to themselves, uh, and uh, I just thought it—it's it, really uh, it's very well observed very well that kind of that social behavior in that kind of in that kind of context, 
Um, but there's also like an undertone of sort of creepiness about it. I don't know how much that was down to the way it was written or the, the, the influence of the director. Uh, it has sort of a Twin Peaky, Lynchian sort of vibe about it too. And uh, it's kind of the end. There's, 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 there's a character in it and he kind of appears at the end. And I'm not really sure what it's about, but uh, overall, I just thought it was really, really funny. Yeah. I, uh, I actually saw this a while ago and 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 when you sent it and I started watching, I was like, I know, and I spent most of the time watching it, trying to remember why I had watched it a long time ago. Like I think I had read something about that the girls that made it, and that led me to watching it or something like that. But I loved it then, and I loved it this time as well. It's just it's it's just so weird, but done in such a well done way that you can buy into it, and it reminds me of. Uh, you know, Claire, like you think improv class and how you're, you just kind of go along with whatever's thrown at you. And this seems like a lot of this is built around that. Like, what if we add this element, but everybody just buys into that? Like, that's actually a true and happening and nobody questions it. And that's what's kind of great about the way that they play off of each other in here. Uh, in, in, in regards to the elements that they add or the changes they made. And it's just like, you see a moment of thought and then you see, okay, I'm going to go with it and never question it again as being reality. Um, and, and it was just really well done. And the, the commitment between all of the performers and it uh, made that work really well. So it was a lot of fun to watch. It's funny you say about the improv because these are alumni of, do you ever hear of the Upright Citizens Brigade? Mm -mm. But they're um, an improv group. I think they started in Chicago, but they're they're really like um, say Amy Poehler would have been a part of them, and, and a few. I think she set it up originally, but it, it's um, a really famous improv group. And these are two, these um, I think it's the two girl, women in it that they're uh, they came from this um, this improv improv class and the upright upright citizens brigade. But yeah, because it is very like improv, isn't it? The way like oh. When you say yes and yes and the whole thing, like at first when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is so weird, <laughs> so, so weird. And I didn't, I wasn't sure I particularly liked it. But no, there's so much in it though. Like there's so much social commentary. It's kind of like Stepford Wives, but in a kind of bizarre way. And there's, there's a moment where um, all of a sudden, one of them has braces at the start, but their teeth are perfect. So they, you know, it's like, it's like they're trying to create this perfect image. And then all of a sudden, the other girl is braces, and there's a kind of a horrible image <laughs> where they're kissing each other's husbands. You don't realize that, um, they, they, like they're kind of slobber, you know, slobbering on over <laughs> up close shots. Fair play to those actors, you know. <laughs> oh, totally! So, like shooting that you know scene I mean? must have been so hard to do. Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's uh yeah and then they're like oh hold on you're the wrong husband yeah you know, oh brother that's yeah and there was, no, it was, there was just there was not a scene that I, don't, I don't know if i really pay much attention to it the first time but i think they were drinking coffee and then she, when she just kind of purposely walks to the end of the benches and then just throws them away you know uh like instead of putting them in the bench just you know chucks them away you know like uh, yeah it's, i don't even like the thing with the baby like oh cute little baby and the, the yeah. woman's oh isn't he's gorgeous and then she's like do you want him yeah. <laughs> it's like whoa you know like you don't expect that and, and then it's like yeah and she's she's kind of like a pleaser 
you know the the I don't know what the oh the, yeah the other girl yeah the, yeah um yeah, but she just so she weird. just wants to fit in she wants to be yeah. liked you know and she doesn't have maybe a kind of a, this kind of a self awareness that she she feels a kind of sense of unease or you know at the, uh, when she's done it but she, she's not well. sure why and uh, the other the other character she's kind of a bit more sinister there's, there's, there's another one there's another scene where they're having their picnic with the couples and the uh, one of the men, like he makes this kind of lame joke, you know, and they all have this really exaggerated laughter, yeah. And that that's just, that, that's so accurate, you know, like when you're in, yeah, when you're in a kind of environment, somebody says something, and you just ah, ha, 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 you know, that's that's so funny. Oh my god, you're so hilarious, you know. And uh, it, it's funny, and it, there's like uh, the, the son. Um, there's one of them has a son. He's like playing soccer, and he's just like he's not great at playing soccer, you know, and he turns into a dog <laughs> it's like it is again it's like yes and an improv so it, it's it's such a bizarre film that it's something you have to watch two or three times because there, there is so many layers to it there was obviously that guy who was the, the, the voyeur uh and he appears at the end I'm not, I'm not i'm not quite sure what his purpose was unless like maybe they just lived in a kind of a, a bubble uh, and that he you know, was... I think he he probably represents he probably represents us like, and they they represent like people we see in Instagram, say, or you know, people on social media and and their perfect lives, and um and then he probably represents us, and he wants that life kind of maybe mm. to know because he he looked like a real kind of slovenly. We only saw a little bit of him, obese kind of guy, you know, but maybe that's it's kind of symbolic, possibly. They had that bit where they talked about some other third girl in the beginning and she's like, she's not here this week. And then in the end, they find out like she died. So I thought they were, he was like the cause of why she died or something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I took out of it. But I, I, I kind of get the vibe that they just added that as another layer of creepiness to the whole film. Uh, and once again, I, I can imagine them making and be like, okay, and now what if we had this? And what if we have just some creepy guy sitting in a car watching everybody? Yeah, 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 that's brilliant. And then, you know, so just to, to bring it up just to, to another level. Uh, or maybe it's just reality intruding, like, you yeah. know, in this, this kind of fake world, this perfect world. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is, this is this guy's going to come in and blow that apart. It's like the first girl, she's, she's going to get rid of her identity by giving the other woman everything. It's like she becomes not even, she's, she ends up with nothing more or less, you know? Yeah, yeah, she loses everything like, kind of. Yeah, moment. it's funny because I think this was, this won a jury award in, was this uh, South by Southwest jury I think award? South by Southwest, yeah, wasn't it? Was it South by Southwest? Let me check, um, uh, I've got IMDB up here. Um, not South by Southwest, so a bunch of festivals. Uh, Atlanta Film Festival, American Film Fest, Spirit, uh, yeah, so just a bunch of festivals, but not South by Southwest. Oh, okay, but it, it, yeah, it's, and also I love the, you can tell they probably improv, like the people in it are probably an improv group. Do you know, you could, you could see the kind of to and fro between them, like there's, yeah, I think they wrote it as well, didn't they? Mm -hmm. the, two, the two main actors, they wrote it, definitely. Yeah. And like I said at the beginning, uh, I wonder when they wrote it. Did, did they have in mind the the, the kind of the style that it, that that came out in the film, uh, or were they, were they just playing it for laughs? You know. But uh, uh, I'm normally one who thinks that the writers don't get enough credit. But probably in this 
instance that it was a perfect blend of uh of the two you know to kind of but even like down to the cost like what they wore to the costume and and like the setting as well it was a very well like prem, very good premise to think of the the stand as a, as a you know a soccer it's kind of an intro it's really it was kind of a simple setup to have these these characters to interact like it, it's kind of well thought out if you actually analyze it I mean even the way they're dressed and the colors and all, all that as well and and also the the music so they they use kind of classical music you get a this sort of pretentious kind of ominous kind of uh, vibe and that reminded me of um rejected which we reviewed a while ago but he, he also kind of has a sort of silly kind of bizarre humor in a different context altogether but he like he also uses that kind of music so it and i think i think it it, it works and I, and from a comedic point of view i like i think it works best if you don't if you don't play for laughs yeah you know, if you don't if you don't if you don't like you to mention you know will ferrell that's that's one thing that i particularly like about him that he, he he's looking for the laugh he's looking for the humor but if if you, if you just play it straight you know, and let the humor come out itself i think it's much better and it's funny because as we know as i think we all did we all see the eurovision i'm not sure if you saw it call but the one on netflix no i find sometimes yeah will ferrell he does push for humor but he's actually much better when he doesn't you know because <laughs> he's mm. quite a funny guy but um but, but yeah these the, like they're very deadpan these actors you know it's um yeah they're, they're not because otherwise it, it destroys the comedy if they're trying to be funny you know <laughs> yeah absolutely if, yeah if they were going for the laughs it wouldn't work it's their commitment to the seriousness of it that makes it funny exactly all right guys ratings um, I, I have to i have to give it five out of five Really? That's interesting. I give it a four out of five because a five out of five is kept for something really, really outstanding. I know this is really good. I really doubt it, but <laughs> four out of five for me. Uh, I'm going to go five out of five as well on this one. I, I really enjoyed it. I, 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 I like bizarre, just, you know, humor like this and, and, it, and it worked for me. And, yeah. Like, I mean, it was, it was kind of, you know, unique in its own way. Uh, and it was just, it was, everything about it was perfect. I mean, I don't think they could have done a, you know, a better job so um I, I don't know like what kind of they left on the table here so uh you're really setting a high bar i think if uh if 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 you don't give this them the maximum all right perfect all right audience so clearly the three of us really enjoyed this film now what you need to do is go check it out. I'll throw a link. It's, uh, I think it's on, it's on, and you know, I like the way they did their website too, actually. So you, you actually, it's not on YouTube. It's on a website. I'll throw a link to the website uh, in the notes so you can check it out and let us know what you thought of it. You can let us know what you thought of it by leaving a comment, a review, or just uh, reaching out to us on social media via the at no budget social media channels of Twitter, Facebook,